Welcome to Mouseliness, where we will discuss everything Disney from the parks to the movies and everything in between with a special Disney recipe every week. This week, Tim and Kate are retheming another restaurant and I will be judging. <laughs> and on to the news. Disney has been sending out surveys to recent Epcot visitors, and in one of the questions, guests are asked about their experience with the new nighttime show, Harmonious. The question asks, how would you rate your overall experience with Harmonious compared to your overall experience with Illuminations, Reflections of Earth? Would you say that Harmonious is better, about the same, or worse? That can't be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not doing too well as far as popularity. Um, from what... And because I listened to the Disney dish and from what he said, they do the touring plans, books and all that other stuff. And from what they actually said is that it's rating very well with kids. And that's about it. Like everybody else where it's kind of because it, it's themed more to the recent Disney stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't like Kite Tales. What was it called? It's not Kite Tales. We didn't see Kite Tales. <laughs> no, I know it's not Kite Tales. What it, though, the in-between show. Upcut Forever? No. Oh. Was it Upcut Forever? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't care for that. We didn't care much about Upcut Forever. Well, Disneyland just announced yesterday that the night parades Ugh. and World of Color... Ugh. World of Ugh. Color is coming back, though. Don't get me started. I and love... the night parades are getting new floats. Both of them. <laughs> of course. And we don't get anything. Tim's not, Somebody Tim's not posted a picture week. that Bob was in the parks today. They've been in the park all week. Mm-hmm. A week. Bob, um, Josh DeMaro, and a couple of head Imagineers have been in the parks all week. Tim, do you want to do your rage desk and just get it over with? Just Wait, rage what? out? No. I'm going to give you an opportunity to rage out on your rage desk about... Um... I don't rage. Okay. What do you do then? Huh? Quietly stew. An interview with CNBC, Disney CEO Bob Chappick commented again on the rollout of Disney Genie Plus at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. According to traffic, between a third and a half of guests are upgrading to Genie Plus. This appears to be an increase in early reports when he commented at the last earnings call in November that about one third of guests were opting for Genie Plus. I wonder if this counts like people that they might have given it away to for whatever reason. Probably. You know, it's just I wonder if this number is artificially. Oh, I'm sure. Trying to make it seem appealing so people mm-hmm. buy it more. It sounds so awful, and every single person I know that's done it said it's not worth it. It that's doesn't work. It's terrible. If you, yeah, if you look at all the Disney groups and and whatnot, all the posts about it are horrible. That people are like, bring back regular fast passes. This is annoying. This is horrible. It's not easy. It's not user friendly, and you have to get up at seven a.m. to make all your reservations. It 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 kind of takes like even if. You're going to Epcot, and Epcot doesn't open till what, 10, 11 o'clock sometimes? You have to get up at 7 a.m. to get your, on that morning, to get your G, your yep. your Genie Plus. It, it so sort of sleep like, again. Yeah, it, it's not good. Not good. So beginning of February 17, 2022, Disney did away with the mask required to be worn at the Walt Disney World Resort hotels and theme parks for fully vaccinated guests, except for on transportation systems. Woot woot. Face coverings will still be required by all guests ages two and up on enclosed Disney transportation, including buses, monorails, and Skyliner. This is likely due to the Transportation Security Administration face mask requirements for individuals across all transportation networks throughout the United States, including airports, onboard commercial aircraft, on over-the-road buses, and on all commuter bus and rail systems through March 18th, 2022. So you no longer need to 
wear them on rides or going into a restaurant or shops or anything. Cool. You just need to wear them on the bus. Yep. The bus, the monorail, and the um, Skyline. You don't have to wear them on the boats. Oh, okay. I wonder why you don't have to wear them on the boat. Because they're not enclosed. What about on the inside? Oh, I don't know if you what to talk about with the bigger boats, but the boats weren't mentioned. They said they've only done the Skyliner monorail. I wonder if the Liberty Bell counts, then. Liberty Bell doesn't have any inside spots, though. Yeah, and true. But it's, and it's, a, it's an attraction. Yeah, it's not considered transportation. And over at Disney's Animal Kingdom will soon be home to a new sand sculpture promoting the new Disney Plus original, The Ice Age Adventures of Buckwild. I forget that <laughs> Disney owns that franchise now after they bought 20th Century. Yeah, it, it's weird. It, it's very weird. I don't, It bothers me a little bit, and I can't tell you why it does. And a team is working on the sculptures at the park's main entrance, carefully shaping two dump truck loads of sand. And you can now get the Figment popcorn bucket through the app. My Disney Experience app, pick up at the World Showcase. Pricing remains $25. Do we really care that the Walt Disney Company has announced plans to introduce Story Living by Disney, a new business, to develop new homes? I mean, Celebration didn't really do uh, The thing that's a well. little bit different with this and Celebration, though, is that it's Disney-branded. But they have a whole bunch of other outside help doing it all. Yeah, they're not touching anything with this. They're, they're running the construction, nothing. They just have their name to it. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like how a lot of your hotels were built back in the day where it was Disney branded, but you had teams like Crushman, Cushman, whatever it is, um, build the actual resorts or and run the resorts for a little while. until. But they were all Disney branded. So it, it kind of makes sense. I'm excited. I have seven more years till I can check in. <laughs> <laughs> and the first location for this is going to be in Cotino, which is near the Coachella Valley in California. So what I'm hearing is I can live here and then drive to Coachella when the festival is going on, right? <laughs> We're too old for Coachella. Speak for yourself. I My mission, either this year or next, is to go to a music festival. So the brand new Magic Kingdom Disney Adventure Friends cavalcade started and includes nearly 30 favorite Disney and Pixar friends in a mini parade that will play throughout Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. Characters appearing in the two float cavalcade include Nick and Judy from Zootopia, Baloo and King Louie from The Jungle Book, Jose Carioca and Panchito from The Three Cavalieros, Marie Merida, Moana, The Incredibles, and more. I really like this next article a lot, and that's basically Disney has updated the cast compliment feature in my Disney experience with a much needed feature now to name a specific cast member, which is pretty awesome. That's good because people were complaining when they changed it, you couldn't give them a name. Mm -hmm. the, latest updates, the latest update allows you to choose a park, location, and new from today, the name, hometown, and date of the interaction. This new addition should allow the compliment to actually reach the intended cast member, rather just the entire department. <laughs> <laughs> the additional details are optional, and you can still leave a compliment without knowing the specifics. Lie, I hate that word so much. The additional details are optional, and you can still leave a compliment without knowing the specifics. To get started, search cast compliment in my Disney experience. I do have a bone to pick with Disney, though, right now, and it's kind of pissing me off a little bit. Uh-oh. And that is, we have the races coming up, 
uh, well, I have the races coming up at the end of March, beginning of April. So DVC decides to go ahead and announce Moonlight Magic in Epcot. You know what they did? What? They put it on the same night as the night race. <laughs> it's kind of screwed up because it's just like, I would love to do both, but the race I paid for already. Yeah. So I want my damn dis- my free Mickey bar. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> fair. Wah, wah, wah. Get Seriously. Get one of your friends to, to grab you one. Well, half of them are running, almost all of them are running the race. Rich people there are problems. Few that are right. <laughs> I've said rich people problems. <laughs> yeah, Pinky's it's just, up. It, it's just frustrating, though, because, like, they didn't. This is the first event that DVC's Moonlight Magic has had in a very long, like, since COVID, pretty much. And it's one that I'm going to be down there for and can't go. It's really strange that they would do that, but. Very poor planning. Yeah. Very, very poor. And it's also going to cause a traffic nightmare, I'm assuming, later that night when people are trying to bus everywhere back from the race. You have people trying to get to Epcot. You have people trying to get back to their resort. It's going to be ugly. Now, on to the main topic. Tim and Kate are going to pitch me their ideas for a new restaurant. To make this kind of fair, I have a token that I'm going to flip to see who goes first. So who wants to call it? Tails. So it's heads. So Tim gets to pitch his story first, his restaurant idea first. So just so everybody knows, we are replacing Mama Melrose right yes in the hollywood studios and tim is up so go ahead tim and it's in muppets courtyard which yes i think muppets courtyard is soon to be on the chopping block yeah that's how i took it too i don't think it's gonna be around much longer so with that said i'm just gonna totally avoid the whole muppets theming and my restaurant is going to be called legend and the d is capital like the l i'll tell you why so it's going to be themed after the Disney Legends program, which those don't know who the Disney Legends program is. It's a Hall of Fame program that recognizes individuals who have made an extraordinary and integral contribution to the Walt Disney Company. Established in 1987, the honor was traditionally awarded annually during a special private ceremony since 2009. It has been awarded biannually during Disney's D23 Expo. So outside, you're going to have a giant replica of the disney legends award which it's a bronze statue disney describes the award as follows it's the, the legend award has three distinct elements that characterize the contributions made by each talented recipient the spiral stands for imagination the power of an idea the hand holds the gifts of skill discipline and craftsmanship and the wand and the star represent magic the spark that is ignited when imagination and skill combine to create a new dream that's going to be outside in the courtyard. Probably going to take away the fountain, Muppets fountain. Get rid of it. Mm. <laughs> so you walk inside, in the lobby, you're going to see your actual real legends, you know, behind the legends award behind glass at the hostess podium. And you walk in the dining room, around the walls will be a timeline with replica plaques because each Disney legend also gets a plaque with their name on it. And each one is going to be for each individual legend that received an award 
And on each wall, there's going to be a big screen TV that will play rotating clips showcasing various Disney legends while guests dine on meals from a rotating menu inspired by the legends themselves. So just to give you some examples. So Annette Funicello apparently has a recipe called peanut butter pork chops. <laughs> apparently it's supposed to be really good. I'm tempted to try it, but I would try I'm, it. I'm concerned. I would die. <laughs> we'll have Randy Newman's short ribs. Oh God. <laughs> and of course you gotta have Walt's chili. Yeah. For drinks, of course you gotta have a Walt's Scotch Mist, a Betty, which is just vodka and lemon on the rocks, which is that's how she drank it. Signature wines from the Disney family of wines. And a drink called the Gertiki, which is made after um, Bob Gar- I didn't. This is an actual drink. I didn't make this up. Okay, so what's that? <laughs> it's in a hurricane glass. You, you fill it with three quarters of cubed ice, a two-to-one ratio of naked Mighty Mango fruit smoothie to pineapple juice, and either one ounce of vodka, rum, gin, or tequila. Stir and garnish with a tall stick and a two-inch pineapple spear, a kiwi slice, a mango ball, and a cherry. It's a lot going on there, but yeah, sounds, sounds good. really good. <laughs> I drink it. And I only had uh, ideas for two desserts. Um, but like I said, it's going to be a rotating menu, so as people get into it and you can ask more legends about their food preferences and what they like to drink. And stuff. So we have a Golden Girls Cheesecake. Yeah, you could order with any number of toppings that they use in the hit show, from like ice cream and Oreos, Ooh. and then a, a goofy, gooey lava cake. Because he has to have a lava cake. Yeah, I have to have a lava cake. <laughs> and the voice of Goofy is a Disney legend. <laughs> what I did—it was hard to me for me to find drinks because a lot of Disney legends are recovering. Oh, we're recovering. <laughs> <laughs> you can't can't really have a drink. Named after a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. I like your rotating menu, though, that it always changes. I, I really like... But, like, how often would it rotate, do you think? Probably seasonal. Seasonal. You could do yeah. quarterly or seasonal. Okay. Usually, typically quarterly. So, is this table service? Is this signature? It's a table service. Okay. <laughs> so, would you, uh, on your rotational menu, would you have it so that when it rotates, you would keep one or two? Or would you just scratch it and start a whole new menu? I think starting a whole new menu will be fun. Okay. And then, like, obviously bring back popular ones for special times and whatnot. So I lost. Uh, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like this idea a lot. Yeah, I, I like this it, idea. It's unique. It. They've never done anything like that before. You think they would. I wish you could move it closer somehow to the Chinese theater. Just because they yeah. think it would complement, like, the handprints and the signatures in the ground. I was a little concerned because you do have Ron Derby and they have the faces of all, you know, famous people. But it's not legends. It's not Disney legends. It, it, it's, it's different. But that's just, yeah, yeah, that's just a gallery of pretty much everybody. And it's supposed to represent a different restaurant when you really think about it. So yeah, it's and it's a different era. Real, real Brown Derby. Exactly. So mine, I didn't go with the Muppets theme either. There's hardly any Indiana Jones stuff anymore, and it keeps dwindling every time we go. Like, the shops that used to be there keeps getting smaller and smaller, and the same thing at Disneyland. So my place is called Indies, with, like, a neon red sign above. And, of course, my cast members are... Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) I didn't say anything. I I talk with my hands. 
and my cast members will be dressed. My restaurant is way cooler than the one in Disney Springs. I put more effort well, into my restaurant than they put into their eff- and restaurant. There is supposed to be a bar lounge and not really a yeah. restaurant. So that might be why. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> so my cast members will be wearing the Indiana Jones khaki outfit. And then I'll have props on the walls inside, like the whip, black and white photos of Harrison Ford and Sean Connery, and like framed large bugs throughout and then like in the lobby have uh, the indiana jones wait 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 you know like the big bugs from like the movie yes yeah would you eat in a restaurant where you could see big bugs boys little boys would love it i am not talking about little boys are the only ones i'm talking about you miss kate i would i would scream if i got sat next to a table like that (laughs) yeah that's exactly what i'm not saying like i'm not talking about like just you I didn't make a restaurant for me. I made it for the masses. (laughs) And in my lobby, I'm going to have the Indiana Jones pinball machine, like a treasure map on the wall, and the light up stones from the one movie. I forget which one it was, but like the light up stone. And some of the tables are, you remember the one with, I forget, I don't remember the names of all the movies, forgive me. But the one with so many of them. There's four, right? Yeah. We don't count the fourth one. I know, right? Fourth one, so, yeah. And apparently they're doing another one, so. Fourth one's a fever dream at best. And for my two tops and four tops, the old mine cars I'm converting into tables, like a big mine car. I thought that was unique and cool idea. For a cocktail or kids, you can get the Holy Grail Gold Cup. And You can get kids? What are you talking about? Cocktail He's or kids, you said. You're just messing with your wording. <laughs> anyway, so some of my cocktails. I have an Indian vodka mojito. I found this online. It's vodka, lime juice, sugar, club soda, mint, and a spice blend. A whiskey sour. And then I have a drunken pharaoh, which is bourbon, concord, grape wine. Ooh. And Angostura Britters. I wasn't sure how that would be, but yeah, it sounded sounds it sounded interesting. It sounds like it needs some manischewitz. <laughs> <laughs> and for food, I have like a Tom Kakai soup with fake eyeballs made of rice. And I actually looked up the phonetics for the next one. It's wait, wait, ta- wait, wait, how, wait. How are you going to get wait, rice eyeballs wait. to stay together in soup? I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> Why don't you like, make it like a matzo ball soup and then make the matzo ball ties? And for my next one, it's a popular dish and it's called Ta Maya. I, I did the phonetics just for you. So I said it right. And it's deep fried fava beans fritters. They look really good. And then hum- you have that with some Chianti? <laughs> wow. And you know, that you don't get that right? reference? <laughs> Science of the Lambs? I've never seen it. Moving on. <laughs> I don't watch it. movies. I know. Why am I shocked? <laughs> <laughs> and a hummus trio with your regular naan and red pepper, garlic, and other regular hummus. Like plain. And then for main, I have lamb chops with a little gooby, which is fried potatoes and cauliflower with gravy. Palak paneer, which is parade spinach, 
spices, garlic, ginger, green chili, curry, cream, cheese, cheese, and naan. And then like a shrimp or a lamb curry. And then for my desserts, I have a chocolate skull that you break and inside is fruit with pistachio baklava. And then I have my other dessert is monkey brains. It's just banana ice cream that was frozen in a mold to look like a brain with like a large chocolate beetle on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's not morbid at all. It's cute. So is it going to have like blood too or is it just gonna... No, no, no blood. It's raspberry syrup. Raspberry syrup for blood, right? It sounds good. I'm very disappointed. Can you guess why I'm disappointed? Why? There's no koi pond. <sighs> <laughs> You're never going to live that down. <laughs> and you know what else? What? I'm kind of upset about. What? There's no veranda. Oh my God. You know what I found out yesterday? Somebody that I follow on Instagram is at Olani and they have a restaurant called the veranda there. And I was like, I have to go. <laughs> I like your idea. What is it? Well, here's, here's my, is it, what, what's the credits? Is it sit down? Is it? It's just regular signature? table service. Now, my my big my big concern in this situation would be, I don't know if you remember Skipper's Canteen when it first opened. Yeah, and people were afraid to go. Yeah. Well, the menu was too exotic for the average. Person. Well, obviously, I'm gonna have stuff for the regular peeps too. Like, like chicken fingers, French fries, and a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I couldn't verify this because I, I still totally wanted to put it on my menu, but I couldn't verify it was true. But there's a Kurt Russell drunken Wagyu, but I couldn't verify if it was real or not, so I didn't put it up there. I wanted it to be real, but there's only one website that had it, and it was like a sketchy website. So Yeah. I mean, it, it, I love the idea of this menu a lot because it's something different that Disney hasn't done and doesn't necessarily have, but at the same token... I think it might be a little too advanced. So was Tiffin's. Gonna... So is Tiffin's. Tiffin's was signature. True, but it and was it's in a park still that, different. It's in a park that kind of caters to that. Yeah. Yeah. Posts yeah. that idea. And it and it was it was a signature restaurant. So it there's wasn't... not really a lot of different things to eat though at studios. That's why I was thinking of that because we always yeah. go to Brown Derby because all the other food there we don't like. It's Hollywood just not, that not really known for their food right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had we. I really enjoyed my time at um, Sci-Fi Dine-In. Yeah, I mean, it, it's nothing fancy. It's it, you get a good burger, and they have frozen uh, adult milkshakes. I'm always good for a, a frozen adult milkshake. Yeah, but it's like so, a thirty dollar burger. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But it was, but it was good. It, it was wasn't good like, though. it was a very it was decent burger i mean the toppings were good it was it wasn't like anything outstanding but at the same token it wasn't like it wasn't bad it didn't make me sick it didn't it it, it hit the spot when we ate there i mean mama marrows i don't think very i'm afraid to eat in honestly because everybody who goes there hates it never been remember i was gonna go but you told me to switch to tiffins and then i never went <laughs> yeah. it, 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 for a couple of years it made the short list but quickly was pushed off and then it never made the list again yeah <laughs> there's so many other better places to eat and we also have a problem staying in that park for a long period of time yeah we've never had uh, a bad meal at brown derby so that's our that's our go-to 
No, I, I really, I, the times I've eaten that brown derby, I have enjoyed it. But it's just, it, it's a signature, so it's expensive. I mean, that's, that, that's not saying it's bad, but it's it's just on the expensive side. I kind of like Tim's idea more just for the simple fact that it's a rotating menu. I think your menu is really super interesting, though, Kate. But I think your dessert would <laughs> scare people. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said the F-bomb, but oh my god. It's if you cute! Put out a, it's <laughs> creepy! It's not creepy! Yeah, do you not remember... Do you not remember what they do in the movie in that scene? Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's a version that you get to have. You would never eat real monkey brains. And I mean, some people would, I'm sure, but not most of us. <laughs> this is going down a path. I prefer Tim's restaurant as well. That's <laughs> <laughs> my way, my default. This is going down a path. <laughs> no, it's just, you had me until you, you you had the dessert where it's like, ooh. And then it's like, oh. And I think it's a, a cute idea. It. It's a chocolate bug. Give me a break. Kate, if they served you a dish. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody at the table ordered that dish with a bug on top of it <laughs> i'd be fine it's chocolate you are such a liar <laughs> i'll be fine <laughs> you are lying <laughs> i sat next to you on rides where you had a big bug that didn't even look real and you freaked out maybe because someone was pointing them out to me you see that you see that you see that you see that we're getting closer it's a giant Plastic, plastic bug. But when it's chocolate, you get to eat it because it's chocolate. You're gonna eat a bug. If it's chocolate, and that's it. I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> you know that, right? I'm not. I'm decline. not eating those chocolate-covered bugs, but I'll eat a chocolate. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna remember this, Kate. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Just, you know I will too. <laughs> they won't there'll be a solid like roach a black roach it'll look like just all chocolate yeah with the with the legs and the <laughs> antenna <laughs> yeah. i i just don't i think that would be the hardest sell because i could just hear the parents complaints about it <sighs> people need to get over it it's like the poop that was there for like a week at animal kingdom at the candy shop <laughs> The poop I would have ate. Not gonna lie. Your bug, like your monkey brain experience for a dessert might traumatize children. You wanted yeah. to put strawberry blood sauce on it. I was joking. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna go gore, you might as well go all the way. Yeah, yeah. I think that would do better at Halloween Horror Nights and Universal. <laughs> I do like the idea of bringing other cuisines, though, into that park. So, I mean, there there is a lot to say for that. But, I mean, there's nothing saying that you couldn't kind of mix the restaurants and have some of those cuisines represented in Thames as well when he rotates the menu. Yeah. So I, I am going to have to give it to Tim on this I one. like the Legends idea. It's unique. I mean, the, the other problem I can see being the Legend... 
Capital, Capital D. D. I was going to do legendary, but I was like, I don't know about that because I don't know how if they have any kind of right to how I met um, your mother. Yeah, and Neil Patrick Harris is not a Disney legend yet. No, he's not. No. I don't think he's he's done a lot for Disney, but he's he like he hasn't been in movies. He has. He's, he's also been a bunch, but like big movies. He's done more voiceovers than anything, more voice acting for Disney. I mean, but maybe, but he's I also, mean, maybe he'll be at this year's. Because they skipped 2021, know. so maybe he'll be at this he year's. He did create that cocktail for La Cava. Supposedly. Okay. Put it's not bad. All right, so Tim has the recipe, so take it away, Tim. Please tell me it's brains. No, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> weirder than that. So this is for Annette Francello's... It's, a, it's her family recipe, apparently, but I know she was a spokesperson for Skippy, so I wonder if it was just because... She was a spokesperson for Skippy's. So it's for a peanut butter pork. You need six pork chops, one medium onion finely chopped, one can of mushroom soup, cream of mushroom soup, sorry, a half a cup of peanut butter and two cups of water. Hmm. You brown the pork chops in oil and remove from the pan. Put peanut butter and soup in the pan and heat, adding <laughs> water gradually and stir until smooth. Add pork chops back to the pan and add the onion. Bring to a boil and reduce heat and simmer for 15 minutes and serve over rice. Not a very difficult recipe, but no, I don't know how so I you're feel mixing soup and peanut butter. I, I don't know. And pork. Yeah. I don't know about this. Well, I mean, <laughs> apparently it's very popular. Isn't... A lot of people make it. Well, I use I use cream mushroom soup when I make gravy. Yeah, it's it's kind so of it's a normal much thing. Just, well, it's just to making use a gravy, and just yeah. just putting. Peanut yeah, butter. I understand that, but with peanut butter is my issue. <laughs> I mean. It's not, not a lot of peanut butter, so I'm sure just giving a hint of a flavor of peanut. Maybe. Why don't you make it for Adam this week? Uh, you, want him, you want me to kill him? <laughs> oh, that's right. He can't have it. She also had a recipe for steak in a bag, and I didn't think that one was worthy of a restaurant. So I was what what is that? Steak in a bag. Ew. I didn't even bother looking it up. <laughs> I'm kind of curious about this. I'm assuming it's not sous vide. <laughs> no, it's probably like a shake and bake kind of deal. I'm thinking. Hold on, let's look it up. Sh shake and bake gets a very bad rap. It's the one thing I can make. That's how I make pork pork chops. Shake and bake. Yeah, it, I've had shake. I used in to my love air fryer. Shake and bake pork chops. Yeah, I've never made them in the air fryer because that's a no for me. Why? Because <laughs> it's a no. You just cook it. It's a it. kitchen gadget oh. that I don't understand. No, it's actually no. You don't. It's not shake and bake. Yeah, you no. cook it. You cook it in the oven in a brown paper bag. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So it's two pounds of top sirloin steak cut two and a half inches thick. Two tablespoons of garlic spread. Oh, no. That's garlic. Yeah. <laughs> it's garlic. No, it's probably the garlic butter stuff that they used to sell to make garlic bread. Okay. Two tablespoons of vegetable oil. One teaspoon of salt. One and a half teaspoons of seasoned pepper. Whatever that is. A half a cup of cheddar cheese shredded. And a cup of breadcrumbs. Uh. <laughs> yeah. How does the bag not catch on fire? Is what I. Well, it's just dry heat. It's not a flame. You're not putting it in a flame. Mm. Trim the fat from the steak. Make a paste from the garlic spread, vegetable oil, salt, and seasoned pepper spread on both sides of the steak. Combine the cheese and breadcrumbs and pat on the steak. Ew. Place the steak in a brown paper bag large enough to fit the steak comfortably. Seal loosely with paper clips. Paper, paper clips in an oven? 
preheat in the oven 375 degrees for 30 minutes. Increase oven temperature to 425 and bake for 20, 15 minutes longer. Unseal the bag and serve. That sounds like a dangerous experiment <laughs> all the way around. Don't, don't myself... do this at home. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, no. This sounds like I'm going to give myself third-degree burns by accident because I hit a paper clip. Yeah. That's this sounds like Lucy weird. Ricardo kind I of mean, things. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of, like, you can make, like, stew. Like, they have those stew bags where you can kind of, like, it's almost like a plastic bag that you can throw in the oven yeah. with the stew. But I've, I, I've never heard. Well, I mean, when we smoke, we use... Um... The brown butcher paper, which is kind of the same deal. Yeah, at a, at a little temperature, but it's still the same same deal. And I mean, I've I've heard like you can make a paper parchment kind of thing, like pocket for like salmon yeah. and stuff. I've heard it done for fish, but I've never heard of putting. It's just a, yeah, that's so weird. Just and the the cheddar cheese and the breadcrumbs on top of the steak is a little yeah, <laughs> a little weird. Are there any other weird recipes on there? Because now I'm curious. I didn't delve that far. I, mean, okay. I could have went down a huge click hole probably, but... Uh, I'm just curious because this this is kind of fun. <laughs> we should, maybe we'll make it a show. Like, we have to try to find the weirdest Disney recipe. Yeah. <laughs> I have and then the, I have that vintage book, and it has lots of them. It has, like, mayonnaise and a salad with, well, like, fruit or something. There <laughs> is a book, a cookbook that came out uh, that has recipes from Disney people in it. Like, Disney... Imagineers and okay. artist stuff. I forgot what it was called. But yeah, I found it. it's I I know what you're talking about. I don't have that one. So that is going to do it for us this evening. Thank you for listening. Please vote and choose what restaurant you would rather eat at between Kate's. What was it? <laughs> Indies, right? Mm-hmm. And Tim's. Imagine you no legend legend with a capital L and a capital D. Right? Yes. Okay. Um, rate and review on iTunes. Find us on the Facebook. So you can just type in Mousselineous and we show up. And that's really all we have. We look forward to seeing you all in a couple of weeks. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Good night.